Hey guys, welcome to Junto Podcast. Man, I'm excited. I'm excited for our guests. You know, you, if you've listened to Junto Podcast before, you know that this guy has has been around since day one. Always got some really good insight on on faith and community. And uh, we got Big Brad in the house. What you know, good Big Brad? Come yeah, on. I'm so excited. I love to be here. Love to be around you. Of love course. to be around you, man. My brother from a different mother, Come same on, father. Bro. That's it. I love it. Um, yeah, just love to be here. I love that same father. You know, yeah. you know what, you know what it is, uh, man. You know, every time that we have a podcast or that we do a podcast session, we always try to try to just have a conversation about things that most people can relate to. And I know you're very passionate about community. And I know when we were discussing this, I said, "What do you think you would like your topic to be on?" And you said, "Standing up." for community so we're going to get in that we're going to get into some community talk in just a few seconds but man you know we want to learn a little bit more about you brad tell us something funny about yourself um something funny well i mean anything could be anything you know i don't know um what make what makes you tick what makes you what makes you you what makes you brad um makes me me you know uh, just uh i know this is gonna sound correct um, it's like I plan to answer or something, but you know, uh, Christ is what makes me me. Um, because you know, it's funny how, um, I've had to relearn myself. Um, that sounds so strange, but, um, when, when, uh, God, when God come in and chose me, um, it was such a miraculous thing that, um, I had to relearn myself, um, because I, I had so many things happen inside of me and I didn't know what was going on. Mm. So, um, and then when I would talk to some people that um, it was kind of like a new experience for them too. They're like, right, well, you right. know, this is crazy what's happening to you. Yeah. And so um, just relearning myself and um, just um, the Bible and, and learning how, what, uh, what I'm supposed to do and who, who I am, um, this new person that I am. Um, I think that I'm funny. My wife says all the time. <laughs> I know you funny looking. So, yeah, no, I, I just kidding. Sure. I just no, kidding. I just kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's dirty, man. Anyway, uh, that so, is a trip. But yeah, you know, I I like to I like to pick. You know, I like to pick. It drives my wife nuts. I like to have fun. I like to laugh. Yeah. Um, I'm not real serious about anything except the Word of God. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. You know, I um I'm I'm like a my my nickname growing up was Big Kid. Big Kid. I'm a kid. And I, I like, I like, uh, at the daycare, I like to play the Legos and I, I, you know, I love to play with the kids and I like to like to do that stuff. And so that's what makes me, me is just not being so serious all the time, except for when it, yeah, except for when it really guy. matters. That's right. You know, let's say there's somebody out and I know you and I, we both do uh, counseling and we, we, uh, disciple people or we meet with people, you know, what's some advice you can give somebody else? Maybe, maybe somebody's out. And they're living a life that they're just now uh, finding God. Maybe they're that new creation in Christ, but maybe it's brand new to them. What That's advice good. do you have for them? Because I know when I meet with people, there is still this identity crisis. There's still this identity issue, and that's that people still want to relate it's like they can't put down the baggage that they're bringing into this Christian walk with them. I mean, what advice do you have for them? Because I mean, you was out there, dog. Yeah, it's um. I was on my way over here, and um, I was at a. I was at a. I went to a house before this to pick my truck up, and these people, you know, um, in this area, I want to use this word because I think it's hilarious. Is they said 
They say um, religitard. Religitard. They say religitard. Oh, wow. You heard it here first. Um, religitard. Never heard that. And uh, me either, but apparently it's a thing. And, you know, um, that we, you know, down in the Bible uh, Belt South, that yeah. we're very religious down here. Yeah. And um, so I'm th- so thankful. I'm going to plug it. I'm so thankful about for victory because. Come on. Come um, on. I don't know any of that. So yeah. all I know is just Jesus and love and people. Yeah. And, and encouraging people and lifting them up. That's yeah. just, So that's all I know. I don't know that part of it, yeah. which I'm so thankful for. And, uh, you know, it, as a, I can't really tell you what is happening with you, but what happened with me is that um, what was very important to me is praying for somebody to speak into my life. Wow. Fellowship and disi- and that's why I'm so passionate about discipleship yeah. is because it brought me to where it helped. Jesus used people to bring me where I am. Yeah. Wow. I mean, so many people in my life, you know, I mean, yeah. all y'all, man. And, uh, that's number one. You see somebody that you say, that dude is Jesus. Wow. He's like Jesus. Yeah. You latch on to that guy and you learn everything you can. Yeah. And just, you know, that's, that's, that's number one. I'm just going to tell you. It's um, crazy because, uh, in terms of faith, it's hard for us to see ourselves or, or to believe someone could see Jesus in us. But it, 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 it's crazy how all this happened because today uh, in one of my counseling sessions, the, the person that I'm speaking with said, you know, I actually want to surround myself with people. Uh, and she was referring to, to, to the pastors at our church and, and to me and but saying that I, I want to surround myself with people who I see Jesus in. And I'm like, man, you know, that's a very profound thought. It, it is. Because when when we look in the mirror, we, we don't see Jesus. No, Lord, we no. still see brokenness. Uh, and that's why I thought that it'd be important to let you guys know, hey, we're just people here. But there are things, there are steps that we can take to actually start seeing ourselves the way Jesus sees us. Because the Bible says we are a new creation. That's right. Uh, and that means we got a brand new identity. So believe you still big kid, but you ain't the same big kid. No, I'm not. Um, I, you know, and, and I believe he took everything that was before and he reversed it, flipped it, shook it up. And here I am. And um, just give my life to him. And so all the stuff I did, yeah, um, I did it in an evil way. So now I'm doing it in a godly way, and and God has shown me how to do that. Wow! You know, it says He'll send you an advocate to teach you, and that's the Holy Spirit. Dude, that's powerful. And that um, and He has, and and yeah. the Holy Spirit teaches me, and and He dwells inside of me, and that stuff it just hit me, and I got this revelation of this great big God, yeah, that yeah. we serve, and I love it, you know, yeah. um, that He's inside of me, He dwells yeah. in me, Come I have on. that in me, I have the power inside of me, yeah. And with that, I know that I can do anything in Christ. You know that's, what I'm saying? That's what the Word of God says. And that's says. what it says. I can do it. Either you believe just, it or you don't. Yeah, that's you it. Know? And um, it had just taken me to places. Not that I'm like some famous person or anything, but inside it's such a different change in me. I yeah. feel like, wow, I can't believe this is happening yeah. every day. Man, know? that's powerful. So um, just to, to grasp that and own it, you know, to own, you know what, to pick that Bible up and read it and say, this is what I believe. This Own is it. how I'm going to live my life. Come Own on. It. This is me. That's it. That's how I roll. So, man, I've seen a big change in you. So if you're out there, uh, you, ne- you need to understand that there are people that have walked in your shoes. Uh, you know, this, this, I guess, coming to Christianity. And I know it's a, a brand new lifestyle for a lot of you. Uh, but very good tips from, from Brad. Surround yourself with people uh, who are going to encourage you, who can speak into your life. Find somebody who can mentor you. Uh, and understand from the beginning that people aren't going to be perfect, uh, but God is. Amen. And it, yeah. it's really about that. So 
I, I want to fast forward because you're in this thing, and I, man, I've seen you. I've seen you come to Christ. I've seen you start coming to church, and it's like with you from day one, everything has just been at an accelerated pace. And in your life right now, you are, man, you are doing big things. You're pursuing big goals. Uh, and I know that you have a passion for community. I got a couple, got a couple questions for you. What are some of the biggest problems you think that communities face right now? You know, we're talking about community. We're talking about standing up for the community, finding ways uh, maybe to integrate our faith. What, what do you think if we could talk about a problem or something big that you see as a problem that could be universal to any community? What do you think that is in today's cultural climate? Um, I could say, I mean, of course I could sit here and say there's tons. I mean, we all have yeah. tons of problems right? Um, in community, in our homes, everywhere. Yeah. But, you know, number one, and, and that's for me, is because I know so much about um, narcotics and drugs and because yeah. I lived that life for so long. And I know everybody in town. And I know the people that are doing this and doing that. And I know the people that um, that know about things and, and all those things. So And just, just to want to see those people saved, uh, God's put that on my heart. So it's a big thing for me is um, I pray constantly for a drug-free for, for a drug-free drug free, area yeah. for, wow. for, for us. I prayed for that, you know. I can remember at the at, at uh, before Victory was built, we got these rocks and we signed it. Yeah, we did. And, you know, t- I don't know if I'm supposed to tell or not, but I can t- tell you what I wrote on mine. What would you write? It said, I want a drug-free county, Wow. and I want to have a rehab here. Dang, wow. And and I put that in there. And so I constantly pray that because That's I'm going to pray it until I see it answered. Uh, and I believe that it will be. Um. Come on. And so that's important to me. You know, um, you see all these. I'm, I love social media because I believe it's a tool. And yeah. I use it for that to get the information out about narcotics and about, about Christ and, yeah. and all the things that I, I'm doing um, because I believe that um, that glorify God. Yeah, glorify God. So I put that out there. And um, drugs are bad in this area. There's Very. not a lot to do here, which I know that the politicians now and the new mayor in West Memphis, they're bringing stuff in. I'm so thankful yeah. for that. Yeah. They're, they're really uh, putting forth the effort on that. And, but, you know, with that too, with this new casino and, uh, the new rooms and all the new stuff coming, um, crime comes with that too. You know, it does. most of the crime, you know, if we think about most things come from, um, the worship of money. Yeah. Wow. Drugs, um, prostitute, just all the things, all the bad things. It's about money. Money's wrapped up in it. Right. Most of it is. Yeah. And. So with all that coming in, we're going to have a high drug problem. It's not going to, it's not going to, it's not going to go away. It's it's going to be harder. But I do want to say this. Um, I've been noticing how you know you'll see different posts about people complaining about things in the area. Yeah. Man, it's easy for us to sit there and say all these things, criticize. But it's another thing to step up and be a light Come in that on. situation. Come on, and say, hey, I want to help, and this is what I'm gonna do. You know what I'm saying? And and Boom. and and to be that because. We are the ones that are going to have to change it because it. these politicians and people—they're just a few. They can we only are the do majority. So much. We're That's the exactly majority. Right. That's and exactly if we right. care about this place like we say we do, That's it. then we're going to do something about it. That's and you right. know, I'm an action man, so <laughs> I'm not going to sit back and just watch somebody else do all the work. My I, boy is an action man, so. Um, that's why I'm that, you know what, that's what I want to, I, I want us to step up. There's a lot of people here, you know, everybody in our, um, in in um in our family, everybody has a has a, a drug problem in their family. Yeah, I yeah. believe that with that and with the narcotics and with us stepping up, and I just want to say this because I was the world's worst about it, and um, it's something that we don't say in my house. Yeah. Um, I teach everybody around me do not say this to me. Okay. 
um, because used to it was a big thing for me, uh, the word snitch. Snitch. Wow. And I want to bring that up because you know what? Um, people call me – I, I get called that now because um, because I – I'm doing the right thing. Yeah. And because yeah. I'm doing the right thing, that's what comes with it. Yeah. Um, you're going to have your naysayers and your people that um, you used to run with and stuff. going to be like, dog, what's up? What, why are you snitching on folks? Um, I'm sorry. I, I apologize that you feel that it's that way. Um, but if we're not doing the right thing and we're not living a biblical life, then I'm not a Christian. Well, and, and even and behind that, there's a love, though. That's uh, you Because that's you, right. you're that's doing good. it out of a motivation of love. You know, anytime you see somebody that you love and you see them struggling, uh, not doing anything uh, is really enabling them. That's so right. we true. do like we do that. have an obligation to step up. If we love somebody, you know, obviously we're going to want what's best for them. So, man, yeah, I, I know there's good. a stigma behind that. There it's not is. that we're snitching. It drives me crazy. It's just that we love you, right. so we're going to make sure you get the help that you need yeah. uh so we talked about uh the problem with drugs in the community we uh-huh. know that's a big one that's yeah, a, a right. big one that needs to be addressed and i know i know you have some experience with that and i know that's why it's close to your heart but i, I want to ask you something else too because obviously for you and me our faith is a huge part of why we do anything that you know that's doing this podcast faith community together you see her right here i mean that's what we're doing so how can we you and me integrate our faith into this culture uh and i know there's a stigma uh, against christianity almost right now because maybe the church hasn't done a good job loving people right now yeah. but, but how can we integrate our faith into the community uh, to solve some of these problems i mean what do you think about that you know, number one that was uh, real big for me is is I didn't really know how to love mm-hmm. until I met Christ. Yeah. And to love other people, I didn't even know how to do that until God showed me how to do that. Wow. And now that's the reason I do everything that I do. Yeah. Is out of because I love people and I, you know, I, I can't stand to see people hurt and I can't stand to see the people go through what they do. I just was meeting with a um, with a guy just a while ago and we were talking about um, this person that. It's just she's young and and she's yeah. going through all this stuff right now and just praying for her and I, what I found is best is um number one is showing up to stuff. <laughs> Do you know wow. what I mean? And then when we show up to stuff and, and God takes control of the situation, um, that's huge. It's unreal. Um, you know what? What I found is though I like to talk, I I talk a lot. I'm a talker. Me too. Um, when I'm in those situations or I'm out in the public, I listen. Wow. I listen more than I talk. And you'll find that a lot of times you don't have to say anything. Yeah. That just listening and they're like, oh my goodness, this is great. Oh, this guy really cares about me. This guy loves me. Makes me think of Jesus at the well. Wow. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. You just listen to them and they'll say everything. And then the next thing you know, you're the, you're just, they see Christ in you. That's you're the it. greatest thing ever. And and you, all I did was just show up. All you did was, you were just there. I was just there. And uh, I think that's number one is, Number one, I'm I'm a professing Christian. Yeah, uh, everybody in town ta- they know that I'm a I'm Jesus all the way. Yeah. I love Jesus. Yeah. I'm I'm all about Jesus. Yeah, and so they automatically know that. So when I'm around, I don't really have to say that that that's who I am. That's, that's it. what I'm about. They, that's they know it already. That's it. That's they know right. because of how my actions. They know because of my fruit. Yeah, they know these things. And when I show up and just show them love, what can I do for you? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's it. I know. Uh, I think that's it. That, that's uh, that's it. That's how you do it, man. You know, that that that's awesome stuff. And I know, man, for me, uh, 
And I, I think everybody's got a different calling or a different gifting. Uh, and I see you're operating in that. I think you are a community guy. You're to be out there for me, man. Uh, consistency, I think, is a big part. And commitment. Dude, commit, sure. commitment Amen. and consistency. Um, I believe that. Dude, that is such a, a huge part. And I'm going to tell you, a lot of people don't do ministry, uh, do, yeah, yeah, they may have faith, they may be a Christ follower their whole lives, but it's hard to do ministry consistently right, for some is. people for a long time. But I think that's one of the key ways that we can really impact our community, not just to talk about it, that's but right. really to be about it, be about it. Yeah. and, and right. to be consistent, to say, you know what, this is who I am, this is what I do, it's not just a show so I think that's another huge part I, of I really getting that. out there, just being consistent, man. Being, I believe that. Being you, yeah. being who you say you are. If you say you're going to do something, let your word be your bond. That's it. We don't do that enough these that's days. Right. You that's know right. what I mean? I love that you said that consistent. You know, that's something that I've learned from you is, you know, and it's a, something that goes to my head it's all the time is consistency and commitment. Yeah. Consistency and commitment. It's you huge. know what I mean? It's huge. And it's just like showing up. I'm consistent with it. Yeah. And uh, have the commitment. I think that's great. You have some projects you're working on. You can divulge those to whatever extent you want. But but I just want to ask, what prompted you to get involved? Uh, I'm proud of you. I'm excited for you. But what what prompted you really to take that step? Because I know a lot of times we let our inadequacies or what mm-hmm. we feel are inadequacies stop us. I'm going to tell you, one of the hardest things to do is to take a step of faith when you don't feel like you are adequate enough to take that. So how did you overcome those feelings and what prompted you to really just get started and say, you know what, I'm just going to do it? You know, we keep it real. I still deal with that. I still yeah. deal with inadequacies. Yeah. Um, because, um, because I'm, you know what, my past does creep up on me sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then I listen to other people and different things happen and yeah. it does make me feel inadequate. And I do um, feel that way, and, and and it's something that I really had. That, that's number one is I need Jesus every day. Yeah, I need Him more right now than I've ever needed. That's right. Yeah, and uh, so I just gotta gotta stay in the Word, and I got to stay with that because if not, I won't do what I'm doing. Exactly. Um, number one, and uh, I do have some big things in the work, and to uh, to jump in is um, I believe that when you have a a vision, mm-hmm. when you have a vision, and you know what God told you and what God said to you. Yeah. It kind of makes everything fall to the way, to the wayside. You know? Yeah. Uh, you know, and that's, that's what my life's about now is that vision. I believe he gave me that. And if I really believe that, um, I'm going to go after that. And, um, because I, I know it's already been done. I yeah. know he went before me already. Yeah. And so, and I believe, so when all that lines up in the word of God, that's number one for me. And I'm going to tackle it. We're, it's on and popping. Yeah. So, you might be out there and listen to this podcast, or maybe you're going to watch this uh, video that we do. But if you're if you're in a position where you feel God calling you to do something, uh, hey, pray, get in the Word. the The Word is never going to tell you anything contrary than the than than what God uh, has said. If it's revelation and if it's something God is speaking into your heart, man, it's always going to line up with the Word. Right. Uh, and I would just encourage you guys take a step of faith. It's it's not always going to be easy. Uh, you know, anything worth doing is going to be hard and there's going to be challenges. And you have to understand that as you progress and as you pursue godly things, you have to know that the enemy is going to be right there up in your face. 
He's going to be up in your face, and he's going to be tempting you, and he's going to be trying to tell you that you're no good, you're no good. Why are you wasting your time on this? You're not this. Uh, you're not qualified to be doing this. So I would add to that, man, you you got you to gotta shut the devil up. Got to. You got to shut him up because if not, he's going to keep on there, and he's, he's his main objective is to steal, kill, and destroy from your life. That's right. That's it. That's one thing my wife says, and um, and it's just such good advice to me that I give it back to her when she's uh, when she's going through it. You know, we go through these times where we get a little confused, and, sure, and um, we get distracted, or just different things are happening. We we're not the same person at at in that moment. And she'll say to me, she goes, Brad, now you need to get out your head. She said, Where does confusion come from? That's said, it. Confusion comes from the devil. Come on. And so I got to remember who I am. That's it. You know, remember she, your identity. She helps me with that all the time. She said, Brad, because I'm something else. I, mean, I'm, I, I stay in my head a lot, you know, yeah. because because um, I spend a lot of time in the Word and different things. I, I stay in my mind and meditate yeah. and, and all these things. So a lot of that is up there for me. Boom. And so uh, that's it. D- don't forget who I am, that I'm a, I'm a man of God and that uh, – that I know where confusion comes from. And anything that I'm going to do, it's not going to be out of confusion if it's to do with God. So, That's it. Uh, Let me ask you this. Uh, I think about that scripture where Jesus said, you know, you can be a prophet anywhere but your hometown, you know. <laughs> and sometimes I feel like that carries a lot on me, even though I, I, I was born here, moved off. I moved back my 11th grade year so. Because people know your past, and when I say you're, I'm not talking, this is generally speaking. Sometimes it's hard to do stuff in your hometown and take a step of faith. What, 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 what would you say? I mean, what would you say to people that are listening to to haters or negativity or anything like that? Uh, I mean, what, what response do you got for that? I'm going to say— I think uh, it's going to help somebody. I, I think it is, too, you know, and that's— um, it's, it's so great because I go around all the a lot of people that I used to know, too. And so they see that change. And um, just uh, something that was big for me is I would always say in my head, you know, um, just wait and see. Just wait and see. I love wow. that. Just wait and see because I know what God's told me. Come on. And so, um, uh, and, and he, he has proven over and over again. Um, he, he showed me. And um, I think that's the biggest thing is that revelation of God and being in the word of God. Yeah. And I know who I am. Yeah. It doesn't matter to me about what other people say. Yeah, I, I know that sounds horrible, but I, I know because I I'm in the Word. I know yeah. I know who I am. I know who He says I am. Come on. So it doesn't matter to me, and you know it's beautiful. Yeah, let that light shine. You know something light. you and I were talking about uh, recently is that you need to understand, guys, is not everybody's going to share your vision. No, not everybody's going to share your vision. You know, God may have put something in your heart or you may have something that's on your heart that you feel like you need to step out in faith and do, but you need to understand right now, uh, you go and tell somebody about that and you might be expecting one reaction. Oh man, that's amazing. That's a, you, you, you ain't always going to get that reaction. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. You're not. I agree with that. So I'd encourage if you got something on your heart, it's something, you know, God has told you to do, pursue it, uh, pray about it, have faith to do it. Uh, get the people, uh, get encouragement, and, and follow that. Be obedient to what God has called you to do. So, That's right. That's all right, right. I, I want to ask you something because I think this is important. And this podcast really is a conversation. Uh, you know, you can listen to it, and hopefully you feel like you're part of the conversation with us because that's really what we want. But I'm going to ask you something, uh, Brad. Tell me three things 
or it doesn't have to be three, but what are three things leaders do to get involved? Maybe maybe you're trying to get involved in the community. If you could name three things that leaders do, what are, what are some of those characteristics that you see leaders do? Um, I think that's great because this leads into something I want to talk about. Awesome. So, um, me and my wife, yeah, uh, we're definitely a team. She's my she's my guy. She's my partner. That's your boo. That's my boo. And um, so we have um, been praying about, and we've decided to. Um, we want we got some big things in the works. That's awesome. Um, we've got um, a nonprofit that's fixing to start. Wow. It's, um, the name of it's gonna is uh, we just I think we did the name today is. Call to Grow, C A L L, number two, G R O W, Call to Grow. Call to Grow, wow. And uh, so we both um, are in discipleship. Yeah. And um, both of it of us are going going ways in that, and they're both have the same end game. Wow. And so I'm so excited about that. And Call to Grow. Just to be able to do that and bring that into town and the things that we're going to be able to do. And when you say, what, what do leaders do? Yeah. You want to know if you're a leader? Yeah. Uh, look back behind you. And see if anybody's following. <laughs> That's how you know you're a leader. Come on, man. We got people that that um uh, we love so much, and and they really support us, and that uh, they're hungry. Yeah. And so what me and Jenna found out as we came into our Christian walk, that um people are at first people they would need stuff to do. They're hungry. Yeah. So that's big for us. It's big for us to be able to plug people in in different places. Yeah. And um you know we have nonprofits here in this town. We're gonna. We will have a nonprofit. I have the vision of a rehab uh, facility. Wow! And I'm working towards those things, and, yeah. and we're not gonna stop. We're gonna keep going, and just to be able to take these hungry people, and be able to go in the community, and just show the love of Christ. I think that's what we got to do. Man, I think that's, that's what huge. we need here. That's huge. So and, this nonprofit is gonna be uh, dealing with discipleship and. Uh, I guess meet different needs within the community, that kind of stuff. Well, we already do that. Yeah. We, we already do. I mean, yeah. Jen, has, my wife has a discipleship group, uh, an accountability discipleship group. They already, once a month, they do a project. Wow. And support a nonprofit in town or support a person. Yeah. Um, you know, every month they do that. Uh, me, I'm, I, I love to disciple men. I love to teach men to go on and teach other people and to show people how to multiply. Um, I love to do that. I'm yeah. a, that's my that's what I do. I'm a fisher of men, and that's what I do. So so leaders get involved. First of all, they they put their money where their mouth is. That's right. Maybe maybe not necessarily literally, but their time. You know, the time, talent, and treasure. Uh, you guys are doing that, and and you see that. I think I think that's amazing because if I could think of a leader, you do think of you do think of progress. You do think of effort. You do think of pushing forward, and and not just talking about it. And, and we say that we said this earlier, but man, talk is cheap. It's it's real easy, really, really easy. We have people come to us all the time at the church with ideas, and the second we say, "Hey, would you like to lead that?" They're nowhere to be found. So, yeah. so yeah. number one, you got you got to do it. You just got to do it. That's it. You know, but, yeah. Uh, a leader, and also a leader, um, prepares himself for the sacrifice. Wow. Um, there, 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 there's sacrifice in this. Yeah. Um, it's all in the Bible. Um, and so when you talk about time, um, when you do jump in, 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 in these things and, and the Lord makes you a leader, um, you see that you don't have as much time as you used to have. I know. And so, you know, it's funny. We'll say, uh, you know, as leaders, we'll say, God, we want, I want you to use me, please God. Yeah. And then he does. 
and you're like, oh, oh, I didn't, I really yeah, didn't want you to yeah, use me. Yeah, so <laughs> not yeah. on this level. No, yeah, and I say that to my wife. You know, when we're like uh, overwhelmed, I say, well, we pray for God to use. Come on, us. here and we now go. Now you're in the thick of and it. And so, yeah, and so just to to push forward and um, push forward. Leaders push forward, man. Leaders push forward. That's, That's awesome. Right. That's right. I, I know that uh, being in leadership, you get a lot of people coming at you, and sometimes you feel like maybe they're draining your battery. So I know that one of the things that I think, too, is leaders know uh, know when to let their battery charge for a second, and it's okay for people to pull on you. I think it, it, leaders typically don't mind that. Uh, most of the things we do, it, it's because God called us, his podcast for one, uh, I feel like God called me. I feel like it's in my gifting zone. It's in my right. it's in my wheelhouse. Uh, but at the same time, it takes work. It, you know, things don't just happen. And you know, sometimes you feel like, why am I doing this? Yeah. Like, why am I really doing this? Is anybody really going to watch? Is this really going to impact anybody's life? And I, I think the thing that keeps us going is purpose. You know, we feel. I, for me personally, I know that I'm living a life of purpose, and it means absolutely everything to me. Yeah. Uh, I really, I sometimes, uh, I feel like, why am I doing all this? I could be pursuing something that's going to be making me money. But man, I have found that to be a leader in a godly sense, man, you have to you have to pursue God first, and all the other things. Uh, the Bible even says, you know, seek first the kingdom; everything else is going to be added. So for me. Living a life of purpose is worth so much, uh, and it's it just means everything to to me, you know. So I think leaders, especially when you're talking about in a godly sense, leaders have a sense of purpose. Thanks for joining us on Junto. We'll see you next time.